0: Yes people, what's going on? It's episode 276 of Griff's Brain Dump and it's me Griff, obviously. How are you doing? Are you well? Uh, I'm at home on a Sunday uh, afternoon. I'm watching Tottenham versus Burnley at the moment on mute. Uh, It's 0-0, 42 minutes in. Uh, This game has 1-0 Burnley written all over it because Tottenham are dominating but Burnley do look not shit on the break so uh, yeah but let's talk about football let's kick off to about football hey North London Derby always knew he was going to win that game here's my predictions I think I said this uh, earlier that I've said he was going to batter Arsenal um, in the Derby I think we'll scrape a result against Burnley um, and it's, it's still likely it's nil 0 uh, but I think we're going to lose to Norwich and I think Arsenal are going to drop points to Newcastle, but we're going to lose to Norwich, which will mean that uh, they will finish above us. And that's the thing, as 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 football goes, I can accept if we win all of our games and they still finish above us, fine. But if we lose to Norwich or Burnley, I am foaming. So um, yeah. But how's your week been, people? How's your week been? My week has been good. I was at Centre Parks first time. Um, advice if you ever go to centre parks uh, you're gonna have to wash your car when you come back because that forest will make your car dirty too just clean the car now it was an absolute state absolute state but centre park's are good it's fun um bit expensive uh everything's an add-on <laughs> everything's an add-on but you don't you don't need to add them on um but yeah I don't I really got much standout thing to say about centre parks um but yeah Fun, chilled. Uh, not much to do for a baby or with a baby. Um, but nonetheless, good time. Good it's good times. Um and what's North under derby when I was there with obviously my mate who I went there with. Uh, then a random Tottenham fan who sat near us and a random Arsenal fan who was giving it the big one before the game. And then when they went 2-0 down, he finished his beer and said, yeah, boys, have a good one, yeah? (laughs) But, uh, hey, that may be be all we have this season, is the bragging rights of that game. But uh, what has been going on in the world? What has been going on? Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing still going on? Um, Like I said, I haven't followed it. Why? Because what win? What win can it be? I I doubt... um, it's we were talking about this in the green room yesterday at, at the gig. I was at Angel Comedy, uh, yesterday. We were talking about this in the gig that when it comes to you know, he said, she said, there's always like it's all it's, it's weird. It's like the two sides are so polarized. Well, obviously, the loudest voices you've got the he said, so well, the she said guys, Tuesday so there, people backing the women. It's like, you've got to believe all women, no woman's wrong, and men are terrible. And, you know, the expert they had on there, you know, was always discussing victims of dis- domestic violence as women, like she, when the she does, and it's like, well, that's that's not professional, um, as there are male victims of domestic violence. But the other side, where it's, you know, the backing what the guy says, it's, it's always this thing of, it's always this kind of I don't know, this sharpness, this bitterness. Ha, look, woman's lying. She's lying. They're all lying. They're all bitches, whores. It's just like this kind of misogyny just bubbling in the back of their throat. Uh, and it's never a balanced argument, right? And I imagine in any, uh, whether it's the extreme of domestic violence or just abusive relationships, that the abuser and the abused don't tend to be the best of themselves right uh, obviously if you're an abuser for years uh you're obviously not a great you know what you mean? you're not you're the greatest representation of yourself imagine if you've been abused for four or five years do you think you're going to be the same happy-go-lucky person hey do you think you know it may have changed it may have affected you just just a wee bit so I don't know who the victim is, don't know who the perpetrator is in, in that relationship. But it's like, what, what's the outcome? What, what's the outcome we're looking for here? Looking for the truth, but either it's either one person's a, a victim, great, or they're both just toxic and crazy. You know what I mean? Don't want any part of it. Don't want any of that celebrity circus court case. I don't, no part of that at all. But Rooney versus Vardy god give me all of that give me all of that Colleen Rooney versus Rebecca Vardy Rebecca Vardy the wife of Jamie Vardy and uh, Colleen Rooney the wife of Wayne Rooney remember the name Wayne Rooney that's his full name and it is utter madness you don't know what's happened here because you may not be able to work out who's the who's the plaintiff who's the defendant who's what's exactly happening Um, what had happened was that Colleen Rooney um, had suspected of someone in her her circle um, had been leaking stories about her because just stuff that she hadn't told anyone outside the circle just kept on appearing in newspapers you know those stories a source close to the couple a source close to Colleen said this she's like who's doing this so she had her suspicions. And Then apparently what she did, she, uh, she put her story on private and blocked loads of people except for one person. And she leaked fake stories through her Instagram story. And then those stories appeared in the sun. And only one person had seen those stories. And that was Rebecca Vardy. And then she posted that a... I've been having people leaking stories about me, and the only person who saw my story was Rebecca. Files. She posted it. So now, the case isn't about whether. Uh... Oh, sorry, Kate just missed. <laughs> it was my first ever pod. This is exactly what was happening. I was living in Collier's Wood at the time. Jesus. But um, anyway, as I was saying, uh, yeah. She posted it, it says Rebecca Vardy. So now the court case is actually a court case about libel because she wrote that Rebecca Vardy was the who leaked these stories. Rebecca Vardy's like, no, I didn't. You've you've besmir- you've besmirched my name, and now I'm suing you. Now here's the thing about this case. You're probably thinking, oh, this is just celebrity nonsense. Why the hell? Oh, I've been humble. Oh, wait, it's... Oh, that, is, that has actually hit the hand. But that hand is out. That hand is out. Ref, ref, that is soft as hell, but that hand is not in a natural position. That is out. That is, Let's hear the voice of Peter Walton. I'd expect the VAR to ask Kevin Friend, probably to go and have a look at this himself. Oh, oh this come on. The one. only thing against this, of course, is that it's close proximity. Yeah, that's really close. I mean, I if I was the defender... I don't want that given. That's a piss take that's given. But I am a biased Tottenham fan and I need this. I need this. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so as I was saying, it's a case about libel. Because well, she said I didn't say this and you've mismatched my name and now I'm suing you. Now, here's the thing about this case, right, It's that. I say you probably think it's all celebrity nonsense. Uh, why is it even in the court? In the court, the judge himself said this should not be brought to court. The judge has said that himself. The judge said, "Do not bring this to court." The lawyers of each person, the defendant and the plaintiff, have said, "Do not bring this to court. Settle outside of court." Both Vardy and Colleen have sacked the original legal counsel yep sacked the original legal counsel and got new ones new ones who were like, I'll take the money because here's the thing, as a lawyer all you can do is advise it's the client who makes the decision hey, right, right, hey, change the angle so you can see the other angle yes! he's given the penalty come on uh, come on Come on! So fucking cheap and out of order. bag out of order. Just for half it's not just for a half time. We're in the 51st minute here. That is he didn't even get to see that angle. Which I thought was a more conclusive was a harsher angle against him. Oh man. Get in. We love a penalty. Because it's Harry Kane. There's almost this kind of you Know this air of it's inevitable he's going to score, um, which is not true, he's a human being, but we'll see, we'll see, we will see, we will see, we'll see. Uh, right, anyway, I was trying to say concentrate on the pod. How am I gonna say concentrated watching this? Conte's going mad on the touchline. Hey, come on, Tony. Anyway, as I was saying. So yeah, everyone around this case, they said do not bring this to court. It's a waste of everyone's time. It's stupid. Uh, but these lawyers are always the winners. Lawyers are always the winners. You got to understand that. Someone's guilty, someone's innocent. Guess what? The lawyer's going to get paid. If someone's broke and they need a lawyer, the lawyer will get paid from somewhere. It's such a good industry to work in, working in law, because you will get paid. Right, here's the penalty. Harry, can you? <laughs> yeah, come on, H. Come on, H. Yes. Let's hear the noise. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> right, this part's gonna come out between. Uh, this result, this game at the Arsenal game, right? So we'll see. We'll see. Because the Arsenal fans could be laughing. Because I will finish this pod before this game's over and Burnley can win 2-1. And you can listen to this pod with utter joy of hearing this muggy Spurs fan get very excited about nothing. But um so we've got that happening in, in the week, um Colleen and Rebecca Vardy. What else has happened this week? Um I can't remember if this happened this week or, or or last week. I have to check my phone. I have to check my phone. It's about the Premier League footballers who got blackmailed by the transsexual prostitutes. Let's have um let's have a look at the at the group chat. Um, let's have a look at the group chat. The group chat. Where is it? Um, right. Let's see. People were. Well, I guess it was that guy. When when was this? Eighth of May, which is this is it Sunday. Sorry guys, this is bad bad podding. I don't think I don't think um I did cover it. if I did cover it in the last pod. I am sorry. I don't listen to my pods. Uh, I just record them and post them. So. <laughs> Do it, it's usually down to like someone this guy. Hey dare you know you've actually posted the wrong audio clip. I don't listen to my others i just post it. But um, hopefully I'm not repeating myself. But here's what's happened. England star is in a £30,000 blackmail plot after having sex with a £150 transsexual escort during lockdown. An England player was embroiled in a £30,000 blackmail plot after sleeping with a transgender escort during lockdown According to reports, the Premier League star is said to have contacted the pre-op woman after coming across her profile on an escorting website. However, the escort reportedly recorded him without his knowledge, saved his text messages and took photos of him in his car outside her flat. She then used that material to blackmail him to the tune of £30,000, which, which the player then paid her in cash. It is claimed. Oi! Lots of things about this. Let's break it all down. You know what? Let's break it down on the very first thing. That someone has paid thirty thousand pounds in blackmail, and the story is still bubbling about. If I pay you thirty thousand pounds, I bet not hear this story ever again. Never, never again. Don't want to hear it ever again. Why is it bubbling about? If it's now bubbling about, guess what? I want my thirty k back. Yeah, I want my thirty k back. I will kick you in the nuts and get my 30k back. I'm telling you, I want it back. I'll slap you in the titty, kick you in the nuts, give me my 30k back. <laughs> right, that's number one. Number two, £150. I said, I asked my friends if that's, ah, oh, no I'm saying this, I feel like I did say it in the last part. I asked my friends if that's good value. Uh, and they said, nah, well, you'd know that probably wasn't a woman. A cisgendered woman, yeah, but it is the thing, it's the shame. It's the shame element. You can only blackmail someone if you're ashamed. That's it. If you're not ashamed, you can't be blackmailed. Can't be blackmailed if you're not ashamed. So it's these guys who else? Bobby Valentino, uh, Benzino, Young Buck, all these guys. You've got that like, shame thing going on. Whereas uh, Jim Norton, comedian, he talks about it on stage. He he just loves it. Loves transsexuals with big penises. He says he just loves it. Well, you can't blackmail that guy. That guy's already posted the video on on Instagram. He's posted the video everywhere. TikTok. He's banned. Posted the video of just giving the... You know what I mean? Uh, you can't blackmail that person. This is the thing, people. You've got, that's why you got to live in your truth, isn't it? That's why you live in your truth. You can't be blackmailed. You can't be compromised. If you are who you are all the time, no one can blackmail you. No one can get you in any tricky position. You know what I mean? And I think that's the issue with a lot of us, us, everyone. And we're not being our true selves, are we? We're never being our true selves. We're like 90% of the way there, but not, not always 100% of the way there. So we always end up in these compromised positions. Where it's like, oh, I feel this way about this person, but I can't tell them because this will happen or that will happen. If you're just that 100% honest, have integrity in everything you do, you can't get caught out. You can't get caught out. The amount of times I've been caught out with something purely because I've I tried to tell 95% of the truth. And then that 5% just... It's like a little crap that starts getting bigger and bigger. Not the one. So to this uh, England star... I say to you, my friend. Well, it hasn't come out yet, so... Maybe the the is taking legal advice. So if I say anything, what happens here? Because he's a black, he's black male blackmail is illegal but if I pay you is that a legally binding contract that if you breach I now can sue you hey and the way this world is if you sued a pre-op transsexual for leaking a story that you've paid the blackmail money that they extorted you for you would probably get done for a hate crime against (laughs) against the prostitute ah <laughs> oh, dear you have to be the bigger man just, just leave it uh, anyway what else has happened this week Eurovision happened UK got some points almost one. people got very excited about that um, I didn't watch Eurovision because I'm not a prick but um Yeah, some people watched it Kendrick Lamar's got an album out this is real scattergun this Kendrick Lamar's got an album out I've listened to one of the CDs uh uh it's alright. I mean I I realize I don't think I'm I just don't think i a big Kendrick fan. And it must be true because when it when the album came out and my timeline was filled with people in meltdown going, Oh my god, hip hop's back, hip hop's here. <laughs> yeah, everyone was giving the album that got got three thousand. Oh, oh, oh it's the best that <laughs> Love the album. <laughs> No no, no, no. All right. Because of everyone's attitude towards it, there's a big part where he goes, fuck it, I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. Why? Why am I like that? Why am I so anti? And then I saw the, um and then when kept posting that video that he's got out. Was it something I can't remember, something heart? Five five hearts? Five I don't know what it is. But it's one that's got like the bloody deep fakes in. Didn't watch that for a bit either. Then I finally watched that. And I was like, oh, that video's interesting. That's cool. Mm, I might listen to the album. Still might not. I don't know. And then my boy messaged me. He goes, oh, mate, have you listened to the new Kendrick album? And he's not a massive Kendrick fan. Not that I know of. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I haven't. I go, everyone's been hyped about it, made me kind of go away from it. He goes, mate, you need to listen to it. I've listened to only five tracks at the moment. And uh, he goes yeah some of the songs are decent. He goes other songs. He goes it was like uh, it was like the beat left the group chat. <laughs> and I go it's weird now you've slagged it off you've made me want to listen to it. And I listened to the first CD and I was yeah, yeah. and that's when I just realized I don't think I'm a big Kendrick fan. I know is that sacrilegious but I think sometimes with artists you just don't connect with them right. Like I know J Cole gets that a lot and he's one of those ones where I recognise Kendrick as an amazing rapper, I think he's great, I like songs that he uh, features on, I like his singles, they, they, I love the Black Panther um, album, but I'm not sure if I like the Black Panther album because I liked Black Panther, you see what I mean? Um, maybe I need to listen to his other albums, I haven't even listened to those yet, you know that, uh, Good Kid Mad C, no, I know that. Uh, to pimp a butterfly? I ain't heard it. Mm-mm. No, I ain't heard any of them in their entirety. And it's weird. Whereas if Drake has a project out, I'm like, play, press, play. I need to hear it. Which is mad, right? Because if I was to say who's the better rapper, I'd probably say Kendrick. But is that like, because I know it's the right answer? You know, that when you ask rappers who their favorite rappers, they go, oh, Biggie. He's like, bruv. You we weren't even like seven years old. I was like, yeah, I, was, I was like seven when Biggie died. Oh, wait, they're so kicking off of the tunnel. Come on. But their frustrations have obviously spilled over into the tunnel. You can see Phil Barzy there with questions. But that's what happens. And you, and you fight, your. <laughs> it doesn't go beyond this. But I understand tensions are high in these situations. a lot riding on these big games. Okay, well, of course, it may well be three points to edges at top. Ah oh, dear. Don't know what they're kicking off about, but um, I mean, I guess it was the unfair penalty given, but ain't Tottenham staff that gave it away anyway. As I was saying about music, uh, yeah, everyone's got different tastes, right? This is the most disjointed pod, I think that's what this pod's going to be called the disjointed pod, uh, because this has been all over the place, flipping all over the place. Because uh, I've got nothing to really talk about, so it's just been a scattered gun approach. We really talk about everything, anything that's come into my head. I'll have a quick scroll on uh on twitter to see what's trending because you know I know I have like the shortest one of the shortest turnarounds of recording and posting that means I can just get those get the most up to date stuff into my pod. Uh let's see why is he oh that's why that's trending. Okay. So why is Golo Kante? Uh, trending and it's because the N and the apostrophe isn't part of the word is part of his name um, oh, United being linked to a what can Manchester United stop I know you're saying a football pod but can Man United stop embarrassing themselves by being linked with players that don't want to play for them yeah I think Man United need to recognise where they are at the moment in life it's just they don't they no they're, they're becoming Everton it needs to stop it uh, what is? Why is Rachel Riley? see uh, jeez. Um, okay. Let's see. no nope. no. Nope. Jeremy Hunt does a rule-out leadership bid. The guy who's been called a cunt the most times on TV by accident. (laughs) He can't be the prime minister. Um, Rittenhouse is trending. Why? Oh, This has been another... There's been a mass shooting. 10 people dead in a mass shooting at Buffalo Supermarket. All right um but what um headlines what we know 10 people were killed and three injured during a mass shooting at buffalo um new york supermarket saturday afternoon according to the city's uh, police commissioner if you don't know about new york state right new york city is that you know melting pot of all different cultures and stuff and you know, you got your African-Americans, Italian-Americans, Puerto Ricans, Irish, you know, you got all these Jews, you got all these different people, right, in New York City. But outside of New York City, like New York State, racist and hillbilly as fuck. <laughs> it's mental. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's not shocking that maybe racially motivated uh yeah, so the shooting is being investigated as a hate crime and an act of racially motivated violent extremism, the US Attorney General said. The suspect was arraigned um, on a first-degree murder charge on Saturday evening. Oh, so did this did this person kill just 10 black people? Or was he spraying everyone? Let's see. A total of 13 people were shot, 10 fatally. Officials said Saturday, four of the people who were shot store employees including the security guard. Out of the thirteen victims, eleven are black while two are white, according to Gramaglia. uh right. There's a hate crime investigation. Jesus. I can't lie. And I said when when something doesn't affect you you become disengaged. I, I forgot that black people still get shot at in America. <laughs> it's like you know I mean, let's be honest. Who, who can name another name after um, George Floyd? Off the top of your head, go! I'm not talking about anyone who got shot before George Floyd, since George Floyd. Can you? I generally can't. That's not saying say it didn't happen, I'm just saying that's what like the media does a number on you in your head. You, it's literally dictated to you what's important, what's not, and you think you've got control, but I know I haven't. I literally cannot name another uh, black victim. Even these people who just got shot, they ain't named. You know what I mean? But again, it's another uh, showing that if you are, uh, if you're white with a gun and you're heavily armed, you can still be brought in. Alive. It's so crazy, right? So, so crazy. I oh, don't know. Right. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Let's get on to some dear, dear drink. My eye is flipping itching, man. Now, don't do hay fever. I'll quit it. Oh, shit. Why is burning. Ow. Oh, I need eye drops. I don't have any. All right. Shut up. Let's get on some bloody dear dream before I... my eye starts. My eye falls out completely. Oh my god, that is a horrible itch. You know, you, you ever feel that? Like your eye itches so much, you actually just want to pop it out. Just drop it in a glass of water, shake it about, and just pop it back in. And that's how my eyes are at the moment. Ah, oh, right. Let's see. Um, all right, I guess the um, let's just go for the f- top three here. I'm not going to scroll down, dear deirdre. This guy, first three, let's let let's go, dear deirdre. I wasn't devastated at all when I found out my wife was cheating with Plumber. It turns me on. All right, so you found your kink, mate. That's what it is. You found your kink. Um. How does your wife feel about cheating on you? Did she like it? Did she like cheating on you? Is she fully remorseful? She's like, oh, it's a moment of weakness. I, I hate myself. I feel sick and guilt. Or is she like, it's because you left your boxers on the floor is what I cheated on you. Uh, it's, it's your fault. My behaviour is your fault. Is, is she like that? So I'm trying to think, if you like it, does that take away the fun of cheating? If, if you start going, no, I want to watch... You know what I mean? She's like, I had the affair because I wanted to get away from you. Not you be there. Uh, Let's see. Dear, dear Deirdre, most men would be devastated to find that their wife had been cheating. Not me. I've never been so turned on in all my life. I'm 46. My wife is 42. We've been together for 17 years. Yeah, okay. Uh, I love my wife, but I had accepted our sex life was over long ago. The same old routine gets boring after a while. Two months ago, we employed a plumber to help install our new kitchen. But his progress seems slow. I thought he might be one of those dodgy tradesmen. Taking ages to finish a job to get more money out of me. So last month, I bought a spy camera designed to look like a smoke alarm. I didn't tell my wife. I didn't want her to worry. One evening after work, I watched the footage back from that day. And I couldn't believe my eyes. That's one thing, finding out your wife's cheating. Nothing actually see it on camera. Because like, it's a sick part of you. It. It's like a car crash, isn't it? You have to carry on watching it. Like, I'm saying... As a guy who wouldn't be turned on, I'm like, I need to see everything that happens to know how far it went. But it's like, oh, shit, I want to stop watching this. I want to stop watching this. You know what I mean? As your wife just unzips his jeans and he's like, oh no, don't, don't pull it off. Oh, fucking hell, she's only gone down on him. Fucking hell. So maybe that's it. He goes, no, that's worse. That's worse if it's that's it. Does he go down on earth? He ain't even gone down on earth. Ah, you know. You know what I mean? Then she just turns around over the sink. Knocks your favourite mug on the floor. Ah, that's how that broke. It's old on he ain't even put a condom on. Fuck ah, you know. It's like when do I stop watching? <laughs> you know what I mean. Jeez. Terrible. Uh, so one evening I watched the footage back from that day I couldn't believe my eyes there was the plumber having sex with my wife on our kitchen counter but my initial anger turned into an overwhelming state of arousal make sure you was actually turned on by your wife being ploughed and not you think your brain telling you you're just watching porn because you watch that on video it might get too real if you're in the room with them watching this uh, I found it incredibly hot to see this man, who was clearly bigger than me downstairs, pleasuring my wife. Wow. So rather than confronting her, I, I, sh- I am ashamed to say I kept the footage for my own pleasure. For the next couple of weeks, I enjoyed watching my wife cheat on me again, and again with the tradesman. Wait, did you watch it again and again? Or has she continually cheated? Uh, They're giving that as a free kick. Shit, you know. But now it's all stopped, our kitchen is finished, and so has their affair. My spy camera hasn't picked up anything for weeks. I want to tell my wife about my dirty little secret and encourage her to have more things as long as I, as she lets me watch. But what if she thinks it's weird? Maybe I should just bottle up this freaky side of me. Uh, Listen, you cuckold. Um, You've you got to understand, like I said earlier, the fantasy is fun. You're watching porn on camera. And I said, but when it gets real, 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 yeah? What about when your wife gets an STD? A devastating one, maybe, that you have to end up looking after her. Hey, What happens then? Maybe you just want to be a manager. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I think you've got to tell her, though, right? Because there's spy cameras around your house. Imagine there's a spy camera around my house now. My wife didn't tell me. She just... got a spy camera in the living room. Caught all the times I've just been sat there stroking one. Out. <laughs> anyway, um, right next one. The other woman. I'm convinced that my boyfriend would get back with his ex if he could. Did you? I'm convinced my boyfriend get back with his ex if he could. My fella and I are 31 and have been together for six months. His ex is 28. Okay. They broke up after four years because of having to be in a long distance relationship. Ooh. Can't lie, them ones is a bit different. It is a bit, it is a bit different, you know. If they split up because, you know, they're actually falling out, that's one thing. But splitting up because long distance, that distance gets shorter. Hey, um am the into them in, in Tesco. Hey, what are you doing here? Are you back? Are you visiting your mum? No, I'm back for good now. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? What, what happens now? What happens now? Imagine, like, think about all your exes. And you would have split up over one major thing. And maybe it's something that's unforgivable, like an act, like cheating. understand. But what if it was actually just a personality or behavioural trait? Like they were just shit with money. And it just became, like, just damaging for you. Then you speak to them they're like, yeah, no, I've got counselling and stuff. And they're doing really well, actually. Just bought a house. Do, do, do. Like, what you bought a house, yeah. No, good with money now. <laughs> He's like, You what? You know what I mean? Well, they had like a really bad relationship with like their, their sibling, and it just made them just bitter and twisted, unresolved shit from their childhood. Like, yeah, I've been been in therapy now. Oh, it's so bad, just unlocked so much stuff in my head about this and that. It's in such a better place now. And you're like, Oh, you really fixed that thing, all right. I understand why this woman's feeling the pressure that the ex is the long distance. Well, actually, I don't know if they're, if they're back in town. They didn't get the ball there. Come on. But, um, yeah, let's see. I'm assuming that the ex is back in town for it was a long distance thing and it's got you rattled. She had returned to her Native America to take over the family's business. They often FaceTime, but my boyfriend always says they're just friends. Okay. But can anyone really be friends with their ex yes they can if they were friends before they were in a relationship that's what I say um I find it hard to believe after seeing photos of her she's gorgeous she's much younger she's she's not much she's not so much younger than you she's four years younger than you you fucking idiot three years younger than you Jesus Christ so much younger than me um yeah, but she's so much younger and slimmer than me. It's made me feel so insecure. I think you're this insecure if you think 28 is so much younger than 31. I bet he fantasises about her when he's having sex with me. Jesus Christ! Still, I hope he dumps you? Oh that's not. I know that's not nice, but listen, you just don't have time to be some this insecure. This because this is all in in your head. Because there's no need for him to be with you. That's the thing you got to understand. What? Why does he have to be with you? Because he doesn't have to. He could go to America. He could just be with someone else. You know what I mean? But he's, he's actually with you, but you're going to fuck it up by thinking he wants to be with someone else while he's actually with you. Now, the mas- the messaging and stuff like that, I don't know if they're friends beforehand. Let's assume they're not. Just tell him. Hey. Could you ease up on the messages make me feel uncomfortable? And if he's like, no... It's her over you. Then maybe you're not meant to be with each other anyway. Because you have different attitudes to how people, you know, stay friends with their exes. It's just not going to work out. So part of me wants to attempt to cut her out of his life. But it's still such early days in our relationship. Wait, how long you you been together for? Wait, how long have you been together for? Six months. Get, get out of here. I've got you only been together for six months. Now you're annoying. You're needy and you're insecure. It's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. The last thing I want to do is put him off, but I can come across as jealous and controlling. Help. You are jealous. I'm not sure you're controlling, but you're definitely jealous. So um Yeah, I just Yeah man, he's been He don't even know where it's going with you. <laughs> six months in. But yeah, you do have to make a point of it though. You do have to make a point of it. I remember with one of my exes, I was. there's one of my exes, I was talking to one of my my ex before before her. I was doing the honest guy thing. I was like, I'm gonna meet up my ex for, for something to eat and catch up. Because yeah, we've been we had been with each other for ages. Our lives became quite intertwined. We were good mates, but all we had was. We were exes, we weren't friends before. Oh but we got on well. Come on, oh don't look like a handball. Don't look like a handball. I can't be too handball, so I'd be mad. Uh yeah. So I told my then girlfriend that hey I meet up my ex. Uh you okay with that? And she's like, What do you want me to say? <laughs> I was like, what? So what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say no you can't go? that I'm controlling or do you want me to say, yeah, go ahead. I'm never going to say, yeah, go ahead. Hang out with your ex. And I was like, hmm. She goes, yeah. She goes, all, all I will say, though, is how to think if it was the other way around. And I was like, hmm, mm. I was like, I've been there before. The ex I'm going to meet, met her ex for something to eat. And I was fuming for weeks. <laughs> So I was like, ah, yeah, do what? Hey, uh, I'm not meeting you for Saturday. So, yeah, see ya. So that's it. Maybe it's just that. You just need to let him know. Just go, hey, sure, on the other foot. How do you feel about this and that? Then he might go, yeah, do what? I should lock it off, shouldn't I? I'm sorry. And it might be all good. Doors! Oh, sh- fucking hell, come on. Uh, right, anyway. Let's go into the next one. This is the final one. I'll say. I'm terrified dad will ruin my sister's wedding as he doesn't like her fiancé. Dear Deirdre despite my sister having been with her fiancé for three years, our overprotected dad has always thought he wasn't good enough for her. I mean, that might be true. Um, but it's got to be an element of you as a parent that goes, you're an adult, so do what you want. Like, it's weird to me to think of Zadie being old enough to be making shit, like, shit decisions. You know, other than decisions like trying to climb upstairs when she can't walk. But that kind of thing <laughs> bigger decisions there's part of you that will go oh, i'm going to just be honest with you i think this and that and there's going to be another part that goes but you're an adult so i'll be here to help pick up the pieces because i'm your dad but i'm telling you i think there's going to be pieces and that's it what more can you ask what more can you do as a parent he's right anyway so my sister's 27 I'm her 21 year old brother oh you're a brother looking out for your sister I thought it, was, I thought it, was more, it sounded more like sister love but you're just like no my, my dad's been a bit of a knob whenever her fiance's around my dad my dad can't help but make snarky remarks uh, sarky remarks sorry. sarky comments I just made up snarky remarks sarky comments um, he's always comparing him to her ex-boyfriend it's so why don't do that come on where's your mum Why's your mum not telling him why is your mum not withholding the blowjobs? Get him in line. Uh, God knows what he'll say in his speech, especially with a drink or two down him. My sister wants to make sure he doesn't say anything inappropriate, but he won't listen to me. He says it's his job as a dad to give an embarrassing speech. It's stressing me out. Jesus. I know my sister's really looking forward to her big day. I don't think she'll forgive me if it goes pear-shaped. No, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, it's not your fault, man. You tell your sister, look, I'll have a word with Dad. I've had a word with him. This is what he said. Nothing more I can do. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at him. Yeah? Why has it been put on you? Like you're writing this speech. I don't get why it's been put on you. It's just weird. Uh, anyway. Let's see. I think that's it. That's it. Do we do one more? It was a bit of an anti-climax, that one, wasn't it? All right uh let's see not so happy. i've tried every day in app but can't find anyone who wants to go on a date with me it's destroying my confidence sure that makes sense did you know i've tried every day in app under sun i still can't find anyone who would go on a date with me i'm 47 year old male and i got divorced from my wife two years ago after a nine-year relationship that's why you can't find anyone see sir not being rude, not being ageist, but you're 47. Apps aren't for you. Apps aren't for the women that you're going for. Yeah, you're from the generation where you actually went outside and you spoke to women. You're actually from the generation where you could probably catcall a woman your age and she would giggle and laugh. She might even stop walking and come back to you. That's what you need to do, my friend. You're trying to do all this current, you're trying to exchange this current currency. You don't have you have know, the account balance in this current currency. Yeah? You got old money, my friend, not this new money. This is crypto nowadays, about consent. Yeah? Should have always been about that, but I'm talking about now, it's about consent and being just more of a gentle, well rounded man speaking on the apps texting with your fingers then sending a picture then doing a cheeky follow and a few likes and that's this generation your generation is a grab of the arm wild one <laughs> oh jesus christ sorry bernie just hit the post with a blood clot thunder shot jesus we really need to calm it down this is getting mad they're gonna bring on this big horse guy. He's gonna score isn't now. I know he is. Anyway, so all I was saying to this guy, is you need to be out at soirees. That's where you need to be. You be going to brunches. That's where you need to be, my friend. Okay. And uh, and and food markets. <laughs> it's talking all day. Get in the gym. Look weird and old and hot at the same time, my friend. Have the old man hair, old man face, but stuff like ripped arms. Look vascular. Anyway, I got divorced from my wife two years ago uh, after a nine year relationship. Okay, it's not a long relationship, nine years, in the sense of you're 47. If I met someone who's 47, uh, I wouldn't assume that they'd met their partner at the age of 38, but I guess you can always be part of wherever, right? Um, oh unlucky right um right so let's carry on reading just watching the football again a few months ago i started on our dating i've had women match me but whenever i suggest a date they ghost me i'm so demoralized that's weird i don't know what i'm doing wrong am i so bad looking that no one wants to know me no because they wouldn't have bothered um, messaging you if they thought you was that bad looking it must be something you're saying are you saying a different you're saying you're saying like a word aren't you that's what I predicted. You're saying a word that's not said anymore. You're saying some odd, funky word. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're calling the woman a, a filly or something, or a, you know what I mean? Would, would you would you like to rendezvous? That potentially we could fornicate after. You're saying something that's just creeping about at the point of date asking. I want I want to see your messages. Know like what? How you're saying so regard the dates. Let's see. Anyway, it's drawing my confidence, and I really want to find my happy ever after. He's get on like some coach trip. What you need to do? Get on a coach trip, man. But yeah, but just um, at your age, take the pressure off. So I'm guessing you're looking for women that are like 40 and above. You can't just be going out on the hard date thing. What you need to do? You need to be going out though. That's what you need to do. You need to be going out doing different things, different opportunities and going out. That's what you need to do. And think about your mentality when you're married. You know you're married and you'd be at some event of some sort, whether it's a work event, and you'd be like, oh, boy, it's a lot of women here. If I weren't married, I'd be talking to all these women. You wouldn't have been because you are single and you haven't. Right? But here's the thing. you got to keep that in mind and go to all those events with the eyes of actually i'm single so that woman who i've said i would have spoken to if i was single when i was in a relationship i'm single now let me talk to her and that's it. it's get mingling go so go to your after work drinks go to every single one join the gym i mean do a course of some sort and you just end up meeting different people that's what you need to do go traveling trust me you'll meet someone different so you need to do my friend right that's the end of the pod i need to do some domestic shit like hoover and that um that's it that's the end of the pod hopefully tottenham do close this game out we'll see um i hope you guys don't laugh at me about how this game goes all right last there's attack here he's gonna fill it through to sesignan across the box son oh what a save this fucking nick pope anyway people that is the end of the pod cheers <laughs>